The stories shared on Kill Time with Katya and Nikki podcast have been researched with the intention of disseminating info about these crimes to the public. We do not claim that the facts researched are correct. All information is shared in a light-hearted yet sensitive manner. Any views and opinions expressed on Kill Time with Katya and Nikki podcast are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone or anything. We do not support or encourage the behaviors of the people we have researched. We do not criticize or judge any of the people involved in these cases. We are simply sharing the information we have come across through conducting our research. Hi! Hey guys! Hey everybody! Welcome to Kill Time! With Katya and Nikki! you come Kill Time. If you don't know by now, then that sucks. And if you're new, welcome. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We love you! (laughs) Yeah. I need to tell you, I haven't actually told you this yet, but I checked our SoundCloud stats. Yes. And it's very exciting. We've got like... 900 and something listens already, which what? is a little bit crazy because we only have eight episodes out. That's awesome. So thank you very much, guys, for yeah. listening. That's very Thanks, cool. Guys. Never, ever thought anything <laughs> would happen. So that's great. Yeah, we're slowly making our way. Yeah. I mean, it's just fun. I have the best time doing this stuff. Well, I think our theme's pretty fun. For today? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, like no, in it's... a really weird way stalkers yeah it's creepy yeah and it's a real thing hey yeah like stalkers are a thing i was stalked oh my god (laughs) i'm not even joking (laughs) when when i was 16 from this guy from church what happened he so i joined the i'm not gonna like mention names or mention churches don't but i joined the church band and there was this guy who was like 32 so literally double my age at that point. Okay. And like he was really friendly and really helpful and he copied all the music for me, like the sheet music because I joined playing guitar and singing. Yeah. And like he was just super over friendly and then everyone in the band had my number. I just got a phone that year. Oh, hey. that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. And like he would just constantly message me trying to be about church but it had no relevancy like oh "Oh, are you okay to get there today and i'm like when have i never been okay to get there my mom's like an ace super mom who drives me everywhere also you're double my age true and then um he like the one night asked my mom because my mom would come and she'd sit at the back of the church because it was only an hour she wasn't going to drive back home yeah she'd wait for me during most of my rehearsals and the one time he asked her for a ride and she was like, okay, well, where do you live? Like, if it's very far out the way, I can't because I need to get home to my husband and kids. We've got to have dinner. And he was like, no, 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 it's on the way to your house. And my mom was like, uh. How do you know where that is? Yeah, which he didn't. But he apparently was trying to, like, figure out where we lived. Okay. And my mom said no. So someone else in the band had given him a ride. And he was like, oh, can you take me home? I live close to them. Can you just follow them because she's left her file here? And he followed us home and then like the next morning we found this package on the driveway and it didn't say who it was from. And then for the rest of the week, like every day I'd get over 20 missed calls. By the time I got out of high, uh, out of school, like I'd look at my phone and the one day was 17 missed calls, whatever. Oh, Eventually we soul. threatened to call police and get a restraining order and he kind of backed off. That's awful. I know. It was it was scary. And every time I saw him, like my dad put his arm around me. Oh, my soul. No. It was a little bit creepy. And then 
um, a few years back when I came back to South Africa from yeah. being overseas, yeah. I went to church and he's there. Mm-mm. And it was so awkward to see him. But I was just like, you know, it was the first time I saw someone from my past who I was happy he saw me like having gained weight and looking fat. <laughs> like I was like, look at me and be, please be repulsed. <laughs> Like, I obviously changed. Oh Please don't, don't follow oh, me. Oh, no. It was very fun. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> that is very scary, and I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah, I was terrified. And when I, what I meant by fun was it, that it's just, it's quite an, an exciting theme. Yes. Earlier. Sorry, if anybody <laughs> took offense or thinks I'm a total creep, it's just because it's it was an exciting one to find a story for. I thought you were relating to our next theme that we discussed we were doing. Oh. So I was like, no, 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 but that's not this episode. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, that was, yeah, I was just having a moment. But do tell me, who is your stalker? Oh, my story. Okay, so this guy's name is Rashan Sa. He was from Nepal. Okay. And he moved to Texas, I think 2010, towards the end of the year. And he was really lonely. He was an engineering student. He went to America to study. Mm -hmm. And he was really lonely and quite religious. So he decided to join this church. Um, And he, like, joined the youth group slash Bible study group. And he met this girl there named Linda Vinat. Nueva Rodriguez. Okay. Um, and she was 22. No, she was 21 when she met him. Mm-hmm. And he was, I think, three, four years older than her. And, I mean, this is fairly recent. This was 2011 when they started talking more. And he just... Oh, hang on. I put these in the wrong order. Sorry. That's okay. Um, He... He was a little bit introverted and she was just this really outgoing girl, like really loved Jesus, loved spreading the word. Um, Her youth leader said this about her. She said, Linda knew no strangers. She would immediately love on you and hug on you. Mm. Like she was just this sweet girl. All she wanted to do was like go out and help people. Yeah. Um, And I think because they were so different... And he was so introverted. He wasn't used to having someone like this in his life. Mm. And he was immediately like hooked on her. Because if she smiled at him, he was like obsessed with the fact that she smiled for him. Okay. And like she had feelings towards him where she was really just being friendly to everyone. Became about him. Yeah. Mm. Um, So in 2010, she was baptized and she was committed to evangelizing. So I think... What is evangelizing? I think the religion is evangelist. Yes, but like, what is that? Okay, so my host family in America were evangelists. I used to go to church with them. Okay. It's pretty much the way I see it. Like, almost identical to the Roman Catholic Church. Okay. The mass is pretty the same. Yeah. Everything's the same, except I don't think they pray. They don't pray to saints. Okay. And then the priests can be married and they um, can be women priests slash pastors. Okay. But they follow everything else. Similar. Very, very similar to Roman Catholic. Okay. Um, so just a denomination of mm. Christianity. Mm. And she, yeah, she was just super, that year she got baptized, super committed to being Christian and loving and, and just being really good hearted. 
she like tried to find paid work through the church and couldn't find any she was like help offering up help um with youth involved with drugs and she'd go to these dodgy places where people were administrating drugs mm, mm. and like try help them and spread the word of god okay. like she was just this really fun loving girl yeah um and he kind of i don't even know how to start this he just started building this relationship with her in his head you know uh, yeah like this one guy, he would tell this one guy how much they were in love and she'd always want to talk to him and like she was interested in where he came from. Okay. And then like when someone asked her, she was like, uh, I think I asked him where he was from once. Oh, wow. Where, where's he from? Like India? And someone's uh. like, no, no, Paul. And she goes, oh, I vaguely remember that. Like, you know, so not interested. Yeah. And he just saw everything in a different way. Yeah. Um, and she started getting a little bit creeped out because he'd always want to sit next to her and he'd always mm. like want to talk to her to a point where she just felt so uncomfortable. She couldn't go to youth group and like just talk to friends. He was yeah. right there. As soon as she walked in, he was right there next to her. Oh, God. And um, she was kind of creeped out. So she decided to leave the church oh. and move to another church and join another Bible group, which was huge for her because this was like her comfort she zone. She loved her it, yeah. yeah. So she moved to the smart church. Mover. Yeah. Um, and she didn't see him until the next year. So they met end of 2010. In 2011, like I think a couple months in, she still hadn't heard from him. She thought it was all over. It was fine. But... Like, he hadn't forgotten her, and he had created a Facebook account so he could friend her. And because she hadn't heard from him for so long, she kind of accepted it. Because she was like, maybe, I mean, it's been so long now. Oh, so it was a Facebook profile as himself, not as somebody else. No, 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 he didn't catfish her. Okay, yeah. So profile, he invited her as a friend. She accepted the friend request. Okay. And for her, it was like, I haven't heard from him. This must be like a peace offering mm. you know we're friends like nothing's happened since it's fine yeah and he saw it as she wants me in her life and oh, uh, yeah so he very soon started sending her messages on facebook okay. but like non-stop hundreds a day hour <sighs> after hour was messaging her mm. um and Oh, it was actually really creepy reading up on this stuff because he would like tell her that he loved her and that he had these visions from God that she was going to be his wife okay. and that they were meant to be together. It was fate and blah, 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 blah. And um, she like would just tell him she wasn't looking for a relationship. She's just focusing on evangelizing to the world and spreading the word. She's focusing on her relationship with God. Yeah. And she doesn't want a relationship. Um, and shortly after that, he decided to like change her mind and woo her. So because he was now, he could see everything on her profile. He like knew where she worked and stuff. Mm. So he didn't have a cell, her cell number yet and he didn't have her home address yet. Okay. But he'd start like pitching up at work and looking through windows and she'd always feel him and oh. think she saw him, but never had like proof. Yeah. And then the one day, um, this girl came into the office and delivered a rose with a note. And the girl said to Linda that there was a man outside 
who had asked her to give this to Linda. Mm-hmm. And um, according to the police report, the note said, all in caps, for Linda, exclamation mark. The more you hate me, the more I will love you, exclamation mark. You can't stop me from loving you, exclamation mark. It was signed with a heart and a you know who I am, exclamation mark. Also, all the U's were just the letter U, which like grates my cheese already. (laughs) This man, (laughs) engineering student my ass. Oh, my word. Um, And she just started like feeling really, really scared. And after that, she went to the the one police station and she filed a report and got a restraining order yeah and um oh when this happened she went outside of the store to see if it was him she didn't see anyone but a witness said that he saw a man who fit Rashan's description and this guy drove off in a nissan which i think was the car that this guy drove okay so that's when she was like it is him. I have been seeing him. Mm. For her, it was definite proof that she was being stalked because she just kept thinking the best of the situation, yeah. saying it was in her head. It was fine. He meant well. And this and, was yeah. the, the cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. So after she filed this police report, he got so depressed. He didn't understand, he said. He didn't understand what was going so on. So was this a restraining order now? I think... No, I think it was a police report because okay. there was no proof yeah, okay. that it was him or he had done anything. Okay. So she needed to file a police report and then go back if there was something else. Because he had to get warned first. Okay. So with this police report, he got warned, which is why he knew she oh, went he to knew. the police. Oh, he knew. Okay, I see. But there was no restraining order yet. Yeah. Um, sorry, I did mention restraining order. I'm jumping no, 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 myself. No, 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 um, no. So... This was like now November and December-ish time. So it's been a year that he's been doing this to this girl. And he called this lady named Anna Garcia, who was the lady who ran her first Bible group. Okay. Um, And I think he was still attending that church. Okay. Oh, also I watched this documentary. Basically, when she moved churches, he was like, oh, I don't understand why she moved um, I must, I'm going to surprise her. I'm going to go to a new church and oh. I'm sure she'll want me there because we're doing the Lord's work together or whatever. Very oh, creepy. But he was still in contact with his youth group that she was originally at. And yeah. she called the youth leader and basically said that life wasn't worth living without Linda. And he was heartbroken. He didn't understand why she called the police on him. Like super nuts. Yeah. Um, and he told this lady that Linda wanted nothing to do with him, but that he loved her and that life really was not worth living without her. Um, and she, he asked this youth leader, Garcia, to call him every day to make sure he was okay. So he was like really playing up these cards and Jeez. really wanting people to feel sorry for him. Sounds himself. like a narcissist. Yeah, and she said to him that... Um, she didn't feel comfortable calling him every day because they were different genders. So she said, I'm going to put you in touch with a guy mm. from the group who can help you and console you. Because okay. she was like uncomfortable. She really liked Linda. Yeah. But she wasn't aware of anything. So she thought maybe they had dated and Linda broke his heart. I'm sure he made it sound like that as yeah. well. So she was like, I don't want to get involved. And gave his number to this name, name this man named Benny De Silva, I think it was. Hang on, let me check. 
Yes, but Benny Silva, not De Silva. I'm okay. getting two Portuguese up in here. <laughs> um, and he was already friends with Rashan from the group. So Benny confronted Rashan because he had heard rumors that he was stalking Linda. Mm. And he said, he would say it wasn't stalking. He told me he would never harm her. That's what Benny said. Um, and he was like trying to be there for him. Rashan would call him and like just, I don't know, be upset. And he's like, just leave it. Yeah. Whatever. But because he kept saying he would never hurt Linda, he didn't think too much of it. Mm. He was like, he's trying to help this guy with a broken heart. Yeah. And then in January 2012, so they met end of 2010. This is like a year and a bit later. Um, Linda filed another police report because she had come out to her parking lot and her car tire was slashed. Oh. And like the Facebook messages hadn't stopped. He convinced one of their friends at Bible group to give him her number. So he started messaging her and Can you calling imagine her. how much, how scared she must have been? Yeah. Like you live in fear because you just don't know mm. if they're going to be watching you when you yeah. leave your house. So her tire was slashed. She believed it was him. There was no concrete proof again. Filed another police report. And this time at another precinct because she felt like, First police report they didn't take seriously. Yeah. So she went to some, somewhere new to talk to new officers. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Rashan found out she filed another police report, he called Benny and said he had a gun and he was going to kill himself and he couldn't do this anymore. Oh. And Benny managed to talk him down. And then he was like, oh, this guy's done this so many times. I doubt there's even a gun. Yeah. Big mistake. Oh. So... After this police report, I think Benny convinced him to kind of back off a little bit. Okay. And like one or two months, no, one month had passed. Yeah. And during this time, Linda met this guy and she was in love and they started dating. Mm. And he obviously knew everything that was going on. And um, once Rashawn backed off a little bit, he found out she had a boyfriend. Now, look, she had told him she didn't want a relationship. I know, I'm like cheating on Jesus. And, What's yeah. going on over here? And he lost his mind. Oof. And on February the 16th, two days after she turned 22, um, she texted her mom on the way home from work. It was about 8 p.m. Telling her that she was on her way home, but she never made it. Oh, <sighs> oh no. I know. Where, what year know. was this, did you say? 2012. Sure. Yeah. So she pulled into the garage and he was waiting in the parking lot. And he confronted her and he just shot her in the head. Oh that was it. My God. But I think he said, like, if you if I can't have you, no one can. And just shot her. And the worst for me was I read this part where her mom um her mom got calls at work. Yeah. Multiple phone calls and she couldn't answer them because she was at work and she could only speak um she couldn't speak English, she could only speak Spanish. Yeah. But she listened to the voicemail and all she heard was Linda and um police. And those are the two words she knew. And in her heart she said, I know this man has done something. Oh, no. And she went straight to her boss and asked him to listen to the phone messages. Yeah. And translate them for her. And he looked at her and he said, Linda's gone. She's dead. So she rushed home. They didn't let her see her body. She just saw her daughter's car door open. And like, oh. 
Man. That was that was it. That and was the did he it. shoot himself? No. Did he get away? Police got him. Yeah. Um, he was put in prison for the night. He had bail of like two hundred fifty thousand rand, which no one posted because he was yeah. young. Yeah. And then he pled guilty. He was sentenced to life in prison. Okay. But he's currently like, um. He's got he's got to serve thirty years before he can be reviewed okay. for parole. Okay. So it's not life. I don't know yeah. why people say that. Yeah. Um. But then also I read this section where apparently like a year or two later in prison he was very remorseful and he's like I'm not a violent guy, like I I don't know what was wrong with me. I'm not a violent guy. I just shot a woman that I don't actually know in yeah. the head. But everyone who spoke about him and his family and his friends, like, they were like, Shocked. what? This is so out of character for him. He was just so obsessed with this girl. God. I know. That's very scary. And so, like, she had just turned 22. Oh, man. Met this guy, fell in love, and two days later. A baby. That is so awful. I know. Um... Well, mine is also about a beautiful young woman. She was yeah. 23. Um, and again, it's actually very much, and I think a lot of the stalker stories are, there's like that thread, common thread, where a man falls in love with a woman, she is not interested, and then they turn bitter yeah. and ugly. Um, so... My story is about a woman named um, Molly McLaren. Okay. Um, this happened in Kent. And um, the stalker's name is Joshua Stimson. Okay. So. Can I just say, I love when you find stories I know nothing about. Because like, yeah, I know. all I do is watch the stuff and listen to the stuff. And I have no idea who you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, you really do know a lot of stories. Thanks. So I'm glad. <laughs> I should actually check with you first every week if you have heard of them. Because I need to find ones you don't know every time. <laughs> so um, basically, these two people met on Tinder. This okay. happened. This whole story is a 2018 story. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, in Feb this year. So it's quite scary. I don't know how long they had dated okay. after meeting on Tinder. Um, but I, I don't think it was for very long. And she had ended things, okay. which left him very upset. And he started um, posting things on Facebook about how Molly was abusing drugs and just – Talking absolute nonsense. Wanting to possess her. Yeah. Um, so she had obviously reported these things. And Stimson had been told to stay away from Molly twice. By, by police? police. Yeah, okay. for stalking her. Um, yeah, see, I think it's got to happen twice. And then third time is a restraining order. Oh, uh, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. I might be wrong. So, yeah, we should actually check that. Um, so there's actual footage online, which is so it's, it's like, it's haunting because it's footage of her, uh, training at a, at a local gym. Um, and he walks in and starts exercising next to her. 
and she apparently After they knew each other already yeah so that she'd ended things oh, okay and he had yeah obviously posted these awful things about her and he'd been following her and so she filed those reports yeah um and then like he now rocks up at her gym and she was studying i, I don't know i think it was like sports science or something how old oh you said she was 23 yeah and him um i don't i think he was 26 okay yeah so the there's, there's cctv footage that shows the pair working out together and she, beside each other you mean yeah okay sorry not together no, no, no. just checking <laughs> <laughs> and um she actually messaged her friends on whatsapp saying feel like i'm fucking looking over my shoulder all the time and she'd actually also texted her mom to say that he had rocked up at the gym because this was now him crossing the line he knows that he's yeah. not allowed to come near her um so yeah anyway um and like walking into the gym and going right next to her not like opposite yeah and being like oh shit, and there's yeah. footage so there's not only footage of him exercising next to her yeah like maybe like not even five meters away and the gym looks empty um there's also footage of him walking upstairs to go into the gym then before he walks into the gym you almost can see him and i think he sees her and he walks back down the stairs as if he's gonna go and then he turns back up and walks up the stairs so i'm not sure what the story was i'm not sure if this was post the footage of them when they were working out or beforehand checking Um, if she was there yeah but he was very troubled um there's also um cctv footage of him purchasing a knife a couple of days before this Okay. Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. Um, so he, it was a kitchen knife and he had also bought a pickaxe and this was two oh. days before. Okay. And um, the prosecutor on, on the case said that Stimson was cold, calculated and determined to kill his victim. And he basically walked out of the gym waited in the car park for her again like similarities yeah that just after she just texted and yeah yeah she they were in the gym she left the gym and he literally waited for her in the parking lot and then stabbed her 75 times while she was sitting in her in the driver's seat she got into her car and he attacked her 75 times the actual number yeah holy macaroni yeah so she, apparently she desperately tried to fight him off screaming and beeping her horn, but she was dead within minutes. Um, he was Minutes? A, yeah. I mean, how long was she hooting the horn? How did no one hear that? There were witnesses, but I think because he was just, he slashed her throat as well. Yeah, he And he was so violent anyone. and yeah. Oh my gosh. So he was arrested at the scene. Um, his white vest top and blue shorts heavily bloodstained. There's also um, images of this online, which is really awful. Um, his hands were injured, obviously, and covered in blood. And it's believed he later had to have a finger amputated. Um, so, yeah, he had carefully considered when to execute Molly. Um, and, I mean, it's just, it's totally horrific. Uh I'm just trying to see here. There's photos of um, her mother leaving the Maidstone Crown Court 
after the ruling because he was um, sentenced to life. Um, the knife that he used to kill her was found in the driver's seat of her Citroen C2. And yeah, like I mentioned earlier, there were messages on Facebook claiming that she'd been taking drugs five days after they had broken up. Um, she reported the post to Facebook, but nothing happened. So she went with her mother, Joanna, to North Kent Police Station. A police officer called Stimson in their presence put him on speakerphone and warned him to stop or face prosecution. And when the officer said, we wouldn't want Molly to come to the police station again about you, would we? Stimson replied, wouldn't we? So he was spoken to by police for a second time on June 27th last year. So this happened, the murder happened in Feb 2018. So June last year. Um, no, wait, sorry. I'm so confused because it says here that it happened in Feb, but in it says June 27th last year, just two days before the 23-year-old's murder. Sorry, that's my bad. I need to actually clear that up. Um, but there's photographs of the murder weapon. There's photographs of her car with her car door open. Like your story. There's so many like little similarities. So, but like that murder, you know, there's one thing. My guy purchased a gun mm. threatening to kill himself and he landed up using that and it's terrible. Mm. But when someone buys an axe and a knife, that's not like a slip of a finger kills no. one person. Like, I don't understand. 75 times. I know, the intent was there. He must, like, how angry can you be? And apparently another woman who dated him in 2013 had also reported his behavior towards her two police. Her name was Alexandra Dale. See, this is the police's fault. Because surely you've got this guy in the system now. And yeah, you're watching you've him. Threatened, he's threatened... I mean, just Molly going twice should have been enough. Yeah. But if it's already threatened another woman. Yeah. It's unacceptable. Well, he admitted manslaughter on the grounds of diminished responsibility, but denied murder. But it was ruled um, a murder because it was so calculated. Obviously. Yeah. How do you say manslaughter? What a psycho. Murder? I know. It's just so awful because uh, in the in the footage of them in the gym, she confronts him. She actually stops working out, gets up, gets her water, goes over to him and stands there for like maybe not even ten seconds. And like nobody knows what was said, but she was probably angry. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Here? Leave me alone. Yeah. Which probably made him more angry. It's just so scary. That somebody can be like, like, what is it that, like, makes you, that turns you into somebody that can do, do you know what I mean? Like, I, know. I guess it can be asked about everyone that's murdered, but like, about what that one person, it's crazy. I don't know. But that is the exact reason I don't smile at everyone anymore. Have I told you this? <laughs> If a guy smiles at me in checkers <laughs> or pick and pay, I'm just like, mm. you know uh, that checker smile Katia. when you're like, <laughs> I promise you, have I told you this before? You haven't, but uh, I'm telling you now, a stalker's going to stalk no matter how much you smile no, or no, not. No, 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 no. But like, you know. As like an invitation to talking. Exactly. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you mean. Because some guys, and not only guys, some people will take you smiling at them saying, 
as in yeah thank you so much for moving they see it as a window oh my gosh starting a conversation yeah i sometimes feel like that with uber drivers like when you talk too much then sometimes and i love chatting to them yeah like i'm like sometimes annoyingly chatty oh yeah me too but sometimes i don't really feel like chatting and then it's just like i've opened the door just because i've said how's your day been or gosh it's hot today hey i know the go-to weather chats it's a fine line between getting two stars and five stars yeah for a passenger like how much do you have to talk to get your five star rating and it pays nothing to be nice so yeah my new mantra at the moment told to me or said to me by my colleague from work yeah was treat others with kindness even when they least deserve it and i've really been trying that Mm -hmm. and it's a very powerful thing Mm -hmm. but like sometimes it just doesn't apply i know there's (laughs) one um i can't remember exactly how it goes but it's like um be kind to to everyone because you don't know what battle they're fighting that day like everyone's got a story everyone's got battles that they're fighting so you know if somebody's rude to you don't take it personally and just kill them with kindness, as I always but say. But what if they're battling demons? You don't want to be anywhere near that I shit. know, I know. But then just walk away. Just, But don't be a dick. That's why you have your checker smile. That's what I call it. You know when you're walking down the aisle, pushing your trolley, not necessarily at checkers, it just is called the checker smile. Yeah. And you see someone you know, but you don't want to greet them. Yeah. You don't want to converse. Yeah. But you don't want to like be mean and not know, acknowledge them so you give but them don't that make you smile. just don't make eye contact you just look at, at the groceries on the on the shelves no 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 but then they come and say hi because you haven't seen them like i'm happy to oh, look you at mean them. people that you know yes. <laughs> oh yeah you know when you're like you know oh, i, I want to sort of know you or we're facebook friends but we've never actually met in person should i go say hello to them or like there we was were a meme about friends that actually in grade eight hi yeah yeah <laughs> or you know what even promoters they're like Please, do you want to sign up for my oh, new smart shopper? And I'm like, mm. I know, I know. So, but when they're walking to me, I'm like, <laughs> I just so if that was not to be yeah, audio, you, audio, not audio at all. <laughs> you like have a half smirk, and you walk the other direction. So you acknowledge them, you've done your part, but you're like, uh, no. Sorry, I That's know me. that we're totally rambling now, but <laughs> another thing, yeah. when you like work in an office. Mm-hmm. And you greet people in the morning and then you pass people like on your way to the ladies room or on your way to the kitchen. And then like you catch their eye and you give that weird like half smile. Half smile. Because you've already greeted them. You've already greeted them. But like I'll never forget um, at one of my old places of work, yeah. um, <laughs> a girl, Palissa, and I were chatting and she was like, what? She was like, why do you white people always smile like at me when we walk into the bathroom? Like, I've seen you already. And it's such a white people thing. And <laughs> oh, my God, I was in hysterics. So, yeah, that awkward office thing. Classic. I know. Classic. And my bathroom at work is quite big. So often I find, like, if I walk in, there are two females there already. Yeah. And one's washing hands. And, like, you feel the need to say something. Yeah. So it's often like, I like your shoes. <laughs> I've seen them three days in a row now. I really like them. <laughs> We're like, ah, oh, you brought a mug into the bathroom? That's oh, that's weird. weird. <laughs> yeah. It's 
good. Yeah, office chats. Yeah. Anyway, guys, yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. Yeah, remember to always just half smirk. Never give full smiles. Just half smirk, yes. You don't want to attract the wrong crowd. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And um, be sure to tune in next week. Uh Uh-huh, you're going to We have a goodie. We have a goodie next week. I won't say anything yet, but it's going to be a goodie. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Sweet, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.